What's happening, friends? Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. This is a voicemail from Jenna from last night. I just wanted to tell you guys something for the Tell Me Something Good. Um, my sister and I have been listening to you guys for years now, and she just got married two weekends ago. Um, her husband actually got COVID and was admitted into the hospital the morning of their wedding. We were still able to pull the wedding off, and they got married over FaceTime. She got all of her wedding photos and everything done with a tripod and her phone, but he was just released after a pretty scary week of him being in the ICU, um, but he is home, and they are married, and he is on the road for recovery. Oh, my. That ICU is scary with COVID. I just I saw it a couple times, mm. where something's having to breathe for you, and when something's got to breathe for you, that ain't good. So we love to hear that. Thank you for sharing that with us. Ray, play voicemail number three. This one's about Amy we got last night. Hey, Bobby. Good morning, show. I just wanted to say I love how Amy is always just like so sweet and kind and looks innocent and just this beautiful soul, but she always comes up with the darkest things to say about like gang initiation. So I just love, you know, that personality of hers. Don't ever stop being true to yourself, Amy. Well done. Biggest fan ever right yeah, there. Thank you. Yeah, I do like, um, like Narcos and cartel type stuff. I was looking at the Neiman Marcus 2021 fantasy gift catalog. Ooh. thought I may buy something for you guys. Probably oh, okay. I like that. Here's a couple things. They have a personalized dinnerware and Portugal trip. Oh. It's a trip to Portugal <laughs> in which you design your own fine porcelain for 12. That is $80,000. Whoa. Man. There is a Little People Big Dreams London adventure, a trip to London for parents and kids, which will have them working and write their own story. That only costs you $35,000. Hmm. I like that. Do steal. people ever, do they ever buy this stuff or is this just made? I have... To look at. No idea. There's a private plane for $1.5 million. Let's go. The Let's whole get thing. It. There's a treasure hunt where it involves a $100,000 shopping spree, but the whole treasure hunt will cost you $345,000. There's a $120,000 slumber party. There's a $700,000 a week. I mean, there's no way people use this magazine and buy this stuff. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know that any of them listen to us, but if they do, let us know. You can have winter <laughs> magic with Lindsey Vaughn at Caldera House. Do you know who Lindsey Vaughn is? Yes, she's a uh, Olympic skier. Yeah, skier, a yeah. ski trip for you and five of your closest friends to Jackson Hole's premier luxury hotel, and with Lindsey Vaughn, it only costs two hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. Whoa! Is that Tiger's ex? Uh, yes. Is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, she went out with Tiger. Huh? I don't remember mm-hmm. that. I don't know why that just popped in Did, my head. Wasn't she with the hockey player? PK yeah. Subban. Yeah, that's who I remember her from. Well, I've been looking for stuff for you guys. I'm already. <laughs> Seems a little expensive for my taste right now, but I'm I'm looking. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My husband and I are expecting baby number two in February. And this time we are having a boy. We could not be more excited. We found out the gender a couple of months ago. We were totally shocked. We were convinced the baby would be another girl. We even had the perfect name picked out. However, since our first conversation about boy names, my husband has had a name picked out that I'm not exactly loving. He keeps calling the baby by this name and will tell family and friends that this is the name we have picked out whenever they ask. The name is Wilder. W-Y-L-D-E-R. I feel bad because I feel like he's really attached to the name and has already spread the word around a little bit, but I don't want our child to grow up with a name he hates or get made fun of for. How do I tell him this is not the name I want? Any input would be greatly appreciated. Signed, Confused Mama. So we're coming from three different places here where Eddie has kids and you yeah. named two of yours. Yes. Your two adopted that were foster kids had names already. Correct. Amy could have changed the names of her two adopted children, but, oh, yeah, but no, I chose have. not to. Yeah, they were too old. And I don't have kids yet, but we're kind of talking about this for when we do have kids. So this is where we're all coming from in this story. Um, Amy, I'll start with you here. Oh, man, this is hard because I think the name Wilder is so cute. (laughs) I love it. But, okay, let's say it's a name I didn't like. I would just have to, you'd have to come to some sort of a compromise. Like, can Wilder be the middle name and you both find a first name that you absolutely love? And I don't know why, I guess I would ask too, why does she think Wilder would get made fun of? Or that the kid, you're already assuming the kid's going to hate it. You don't hate, I don't think that's a, a name that gets picked on. I'm trying to pick it apart in my head on how kids would make fun of it and I can't 
So I Van, Van Wilder. Uh, Oh, look, it's all wilder times. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, I don't wow, know. Wow. Hey, to me, it's hard to say that if one of you hate it, you have to name it that. I think it's got to be a mutual decision on what you name a kid. Yeah, that's what I was saying. First name mutual, but maybe Actually, wilder gets middle. I think she has 75% of the, the say-so and he has 25. Because she's having because the she's baby. she's having the baby in her belly. I agree. Really? She has to carry it for nine months. I think he still gets a say-so. But if it's close on two names and you like them both, I think that she gets that final pick. So the fact that he's already picking it, no way, Jose. Eddie? Yeah, I agree. She's having the baby. She should have the majority of the say. The way it was handled in my situation was I had my idea. My wife had her idea. So she ended up winning like she does normally. But she gave me the middle name. And I was totally happy with that. In one one case, we still call him by the middle name. So I still won. That's interesting. I don't know that I agree with that. That if you disagree, you, you just... You, it's you almost like, here's the conversation, Bones. Like, ooh, I like Wilder. That's good. How about my name and then Wilder in the middle? Middle name is such a cop-out, though. Is it? Yeah. but like Unless you're going to say middle name and we call it that. Yeah, because yeah. that's a, my can. nephew's that. It, like, if that's the case and that can be the agreement, like, that'll be his middle name, but we'll also call him that. Or dad can call him Wilder. She can call him whatever she wants. No, that baby grows up. no, no, no. <laughs> but if, if, if she hates the name, she's not going to want it to be called the middle name. I'm going to say this cannot be the baby's name. Mm-hmm. And he needs to stop telling friends and family that because this is a conversation for y'all. That's true. And just naming it the middle name is kind of a cop out, but do that. Tell him you can have the middle name and it'll be wild. It may work. Right. Because guys for are me dumb. twice. Guys are dumb. <laughs> yeah, woo, woo, dumb. Uh, so, no, this cannot be the baby's name if you do not want it to be the baby's name. That's it. It's a cute name, though. Is it actually not a bad name? I yeah. like it. Maybe yeah, we've just convinced name. her. Actually, the advice here is that's not a bad name. <laughs> it's kind of cute. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's the mailbag. If you want to send us a note, Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun fact Friday. Yay! Let's go over to Amy, who has curated the five most fun facts of the week. Number five. So every Apple iPhone, iPad, and Mac computer shows the time 9.41 a.m. in ads. So if you're looking for at an advertisement mm. of one of these things, it'll say 9.41. And Apple picked that time because it's approximately when Steve Jobs would choose to make big announcements during presentations, always at 9.41. Well, two things I didn't know. One, it was always 9.41. Are you looking it up, Eddie? I am. I'm Googling a, an ad right now. Check and, it out. And then two, it's funny they'd go with approximately. Oh, look, sure enough, there it is. There it is. <laughs> All right, let's go. Number four. So Bruce Springsteen once signed a kid's late note after the student came to one of his concerts with a sign that said he'd be late to school the next day. He wrote a note that said, Dear Miss Jackson, da 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 has been out very late, rocking and rolling. Please excuse him <laughs> if he's tardy. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then it gets into who gets to keep the note. Does the teacher get to keep it since he's turning it in? Oh, the, oh. Or can the kids show it and then get it back? Because that, it, that'd be very valuable today. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's awesome, know. though. Good for Bruce. Number three. So Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas has already re-entered into the top 50 on US of iTunes. Course. Every year, right? We're not even at Thanksgiving <laughs> yet. But. I did see a bar that banned it already. What? That you can't play it until after Thanksgiving Day oh in the bar. <laughs> and then even then, there's going to be a set amount of times it can be played in the bar <laughs> That's during the holiday season. Man, she's just crushed with that song. Crushed just crushed, it. financially crushed. And it is a great song. It's awesome. It is an awesome song. Number two. So the little tiny pocket in jeans it's originally there because it was designed to hold your pocket watch. The, so there's the pocket. It's a mm-hmm. little, little one. See the right little, on little one right pocket. here in mine? Yeah, but I wouldn't think a pocket watch would fit into it because oh, pocket yeah. watches to me look big. Like you open it. Oh, no, they're not that big. They're not? They fit. They're clearly designed right here to fit right in this hole so you know what time it is. And we're talking like the Abe Lincoln pocket watch? Like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't think it would fit in that. <laughs> but I've, I have wondered why that pocket was there. Number one. Sylvester Stallone asked Queen for the right to use Another One Bites the Dust for Rocky Three, but they declined. So Sylvester reached out to Survivor, the band, to write a song, and that's when they came up with Eye of the Tiger. Legendary. So they wrote this song for the movie. Specifically because Sylvester asked. It's weird that you're calling him Sylvester. Right. Yeah. What's his name? Sylvester. Sylvester. Okay. Yeah, no, so, you're right. Yeah. It problem? just sounds weird. I guess without Stallone on it, the name just <laughs> Sylvester sounds weird. I'm yeah. picturing the cat. 
Yeah. Another song that was written for a movie was On the Road Again. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honeysuckle Rose. Written for the movie and then became a massive hit outside of it. But boy, Queen really messed up there, mm-hmm. huh? Did Celine write her song for Titanic? The Heart Will Go On? No, I do not believe so. Oh. Right, Mike? I think that already existed. Yeah. Okay. Oh. They wrote it for her to sing. Yeah. So she didn't write it, but it was written for the movie. Got it. Okay. Well, there you go. Learn something new. Her day. <laughs> Is that it, Amy? Yep. Also, Amy was singing that song when we came in this morning, and I, I did wondered not know why. why. She walks in and is going, it's the eye of the time. Like, that's weird. That's why, because I was compiling my fun facts. There you go. Fun Fact Friday. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Blake Shelton released a new song called We Can Reach the Stars. I know we can reach the stars. Gabby Barrett shared a new song called Pick Me Up. So pick me Thomas Wright released a new song called Slow Down Summer. And new projects out today, Low Cash released an EP called Woods and Water. And Kane Brown and Black Bear released an EP together called Memory Remixes. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Wow, this mom of four ran back into her burning house to save her kids. She got them out. Kids ages 12, 6, 4, and 9 months. Wow. Someone on the scene said it's the most heroic thing they've ever seen. And the Are they mom all asleep, I wonder. Like the 12 yeah. year old, I feel like would be grabbing a kid, getting out of there. Maybe helping out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the good thing is, yes, they were able to get everything out. But there's another part of the story that's amazing because a GoFundMe page has been set up for the family since they lost literally everything that they own in the fire. And so far, the page has raised a quarter of a million dollars. Wow, that's significant. Yeah. Does it say anything about the fire, how it started, when it happened? Well, the mom herself had third-degree burns. Over 60% of her body was burned. So all I know is that clearly the house was engulfed in flames, and she had to go back in and get all of her mm. kids out. And, like, now her body is going to have scars to show that. I mean, I guess if you're a mom, though, you don't even think about that. Anything. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Go. You just yeah. go. Yeah. No matter what's going on, you just go That's and get right. the kids out of there. That's an awesome story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's play Easy Trivia. This is the game where we Google Easy Trivia for Kids, and each round gets a little bit harder. Ready to play, everybody? Yes. Yep. Amy, you're up first. How many wise men visited Jesus? Three. That is correct. Welcome, Amy, Ooh. to the show. Amy, what's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Christmas, of yeah. course. Of course. As we get to know a little bit about each and every one of you. Yes. Yeah. Lunchbox. How many faces are on Mount Rushmore? Four. Four is correct. Let's yeah. welcome Lunchbox yeah. to the show. Woo. Lunchbox, what would you say is your favorite shape? Uh, my favorite shape would be a rectangle. A rectangle. Nice. Wow. Nice answer. Because that's the shape of money. There it is. Oh, there we go. Good. Got it. Eddie, how many days are in a year? Hmm. 365. Correct. Oh, there he yeah. Is. Eddie, Eddie, welcome to the show. Eddie. Thank you. Uh, what's your favorite sports team? Oh, the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely. Thank you, Bones. And our final player is Morgan number two. Morgan, how many inches are in a foot? 12. 12 is correct. Yeah. Nice shot. Morgan, as we get to know about you a little bit, how many uh, siblings do you have? I have three older sisters. Wow. There we go. Oh, cool. Now, if you miss starting this next round, you're eliminated from easy trivia. You're playing for the Golden Tiara. One more win, and Eddie wins the Tiara for a second season. Mm-hmm. Which I, four wins. I have the old one, too, so I keep I get to keep it. Amy, ready? Yep. What's it called when birds fly to warmer climates for the winter? Migration. That is correct. Lunchbox, the red planet is the nickname of what planet? How about Mars? Correct. Oh, man. 
Eddie, how many Ooh. rings are there in the Olympic Games symbol? One, two, three, four, five. Give me five. Correct. Morgan, how many years make a millennium? Oh, gosh. Is that 10 years, 20 years? Um, I think a millennium is 100. 100. A century would be 100. Dang it! A century, a centipede. A millipede or a millennium would be 1,000. Oh. Mm. That was a tough one. I'm sorry, Morgan, you have to hear this sound. You've been boned. You've been boned <laughs> and eliminated from competition. Amy, what's the national game of the United States? Like game sport. What's the national game sport of the United States? I mean, I'm debating baseball or football. Or using cues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. That's in the mix as well. Yes. I feel like we call the we call baseball America's pastime, don't we? Football, we play baseball is played like everywhere, but I don't think football is played everywhere. What's the national game sport of the United States? I don't think I've ever seen another country playing football. What is your answer? <laughs> football. Incorrect. It's baseball. baseball. Mm. Every time. Both were invented in the States. Okay. Yeah. All right. Lunchbox. What's the largest? Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, bone aim. Yep. You've been boned. <laughs> Eddie, it's down to two for repeating the championship. (laughs) Come on, let's go. Lunchbox, what's the largest human organ? Oh, that's easy. The skin. Correct. Oh, man, you almost got me. I almost said heart. Eddie, the study of weather is known as what? Oh, you failed this three times. I did. But the class was weather and climate. That's not what that was. So I'm assuming it's meteorology. Let's go with that. Meteorology. Correct. Lunchbox. A heptagon has how many sides? Heptagon. H-E-P-T-A-G-O-N. That's easy. No, it's not. Mmm. Okay. Hep. Uh, Hep. H-E-P? H-E-P. Hep. Six. Incorrect. Ooh. What? Is it seven? seven. Stupid. I didn't I could I didn't know which one was hex or hep. I couldn't Why don't, don't bone me yet? Because Eddie gotta get a bone. He's got bone, buddy. Eddie? Come get on. This is for the win. This is for the win. Dang! What are the colors of France's flag? Oh. Oh. The national flag of France. What are the three colors? Hey. I'm picturing right now French fries. That's not helping me. But the flag, Bones, I believe, is also red, white, and blue. So give me red, white, and blue. The answer is red, white, and blue. There he is again. Wow. He repeats as champion. Look at that tiara. Welcome back home, tiara. It never left. How do you guys feel? Eddie wins again. He dominates. I don't think he dominated. I think Eddie had five wins. Lunchbox had two. Yeah. Amy had zero. Morgan had zero. Guys, that's domination. I think it's time for you to crown me the smartest guy in the room. No, no, no. Here's the thing. You got lucky. I was gone for a few weeks having a baby, so you were able to take advantage of those two weeks I was gone and win. So if you want to keep that crown, hey, go ahead. It's It has an asterisk by it. No big Thank deal. You. I will keep that crown. Hey, and you deserve it. Yeah! And he wins again. He is easy trivia champion. Yeah, they wow. say you get, you get wiser with age, and he is the oldest. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. By well, far. there you go. That's true, wow. then. Wow, wow. Congratulations, Thank buddy. Thank you, Bones. Thank you. Here's a voicemail we got last night. I've been listening to y'all's show for a while now, but I don't feel like y'all have ever addressed why everyone has such weird names. Lunchbox, Raymundo, Scuba, Steve, um, Morgan number two. I feel like there's more that I'm not thinking of, but why the weird name? And what's their real name? Except for Eddie and Amy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Bobby's my real name, but Bones isn't my real last name. I was 17. It was forced upon me. I haven't been able to shake it, so it is who I am. Raymundo took a 23 and me. Yeah! Had 1% South American. No, it was less than one. Yes, and I found out I do have a li- ancestors that were Mexican. But it was... But his s- name's Ray. Yeah. So but I switched my name to Raymundo. What was the Ray. percentage? Less than 1%. Okay. 
It was very small. <laughs> it's it was ridiculous. With Morgan number two, we had two Morgans working here at the same time. So we had a Morgan that was the executive producer, and then Morgan number two came along, so we just called him that. Then Morgan number one is not here anymore, so sh- that's where that comes from. We have no idea about Scuba Steve. I think that character from the movie? Yes, I, I came from OG Radio, and my real name is Steven. Big Daddy was a popular movie in the late 90s, and so I came in one day like, ah, oh, Scuba Steve, and so I've just kept it ever since. Lunchbox? Uh, third grade, I wanted a Superman lunchbox from Walmart. My mom wouldn't let me have it, so I tried to steal it, and ever since then, that was my name. So those are the stories we tell. I like the way you said that. We tell. She wants his real name, though. <laughs> Jason Gibble. <laughs> That's also yeah, not yeah. true. Lunchbox's story fluctuates. It does. It changes. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So, Bobby, I know you're always trying to find ways to get your best night's sleep. And do you sleep clothes on or sans clothes? Well, one, I don't say sans clothes. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say naked, but I guess I'll just go ahead and say it. <laughs> uh, no, I sleep with underwear... And if I, it depends how bloated I feel. If I feel my stomach feels gross, what? I'll wear a cutoff shirt. Because you have a wife now? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't truth. want her to see you that way? Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Well, a new poll found that people that go to bed in the buff tend to sleep better than people who wear clothes. So it might be something you want to try out tonight if you want high quality sleep. And the things that keep us up at night are worrying about personal stuff, being too hot, which maybe that's where the clothes come into play, and then just general insomnia. Well, for now... I've been struggling, and so what happens is, and I'm in a cycle of, I'm not sleeping well at night right now, therefore I go home, and around one, I will fall asleep for about an hour, so then I can't sleep well at night because I took an hour-long nap, so then I don't sleep well, it's just, I'm in a cycle. Oh yeah, that's a bad cycle. Like, reverse cycling as a baby, Mm -hmm. you know, when the baby, I feel like that. So I'm in the middle of that, but I got a good bed. Sleep number. Yeah, shout out, (laughs) sleep number. Okay, back on track. What about this? Would you ever relive a memorable first moment for you? No. No? Never. Oh, well, you're not. Majority of America says they would totally relive first. It it will never be as good as I remember it because I've built on the actual moment in my mind. First kiss? Again, if I go back and I'm going to go, this is my first kiss, it's going to be amazing because it's how I remember it. It's not as good as I remember it. There's so much hype that even you've built within yourself. It would never reach expectation. There are some interviews on this show that I would never go back and listen to because they were so good. And if I went back and listened to them, I'd realize they weren't really that good. I just had a great memory of it. Yeah. Like that John Mayer one. So good. I've watched that one back a few times. Oh, no. That was actually really good. That, that was a good one. Good. Yeah, that <laughs> one was good, yeah. Um, some of the top things people would relive. First concert, first job, first love, first pet, first car. I think it would be interesting, like, watching a good movie a second time to see what I missed, but not because I wanted to re-experience that first time, like, excitement. Yeah. I would do maybe first concert, because I don't really remember much about it. Which, speaking of music and concerts, if you're a fan of Lauren Elena, she has set up a cameo, and from now until the end of the year, all proceeds are going to be going to her My Kind of People Foundation, so you can get a cameo from Lauren Elena and feel good that you're giving back. What'll that run you? $95. But again, all proceeds (laughs) going to a good cause. Cameo.com slash Lauren Elena is the easiest way to find her. I mean, good. Good. It's for a good cause. Wow, a little steep. Yeah. 95 bucks. Could be a good. It's one Hallmark movie. All of a sudden it goes up to 100 bucks. (laughs) But a good Christmas gift for the Lauren Elena fan in your life. And you can tell them, FYI, it also went to support her foundation. I think that part's great. Yeah. Ray, are you and Bay still on Cameo? Yes, we are. We're at $40. So almost over half the price. Under half the price. Yes. Yeah. Is that what you meant? <laughs> yep. And and you guys are donating that where? We're not, but I mean, we could definitely <laughs> think about it. All right, Amy, is that it? Yep, but maybe that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A bunch of middle school students were on the bus in Dallas, Georgia, riding to school when all of a sudden the bus driver goes, I'm feeling really, really Dizzy. Driving? Driving. And so she starts to pull the bus over to the side of the road, and one of the middle schoolers, hey, everybody to the back of the bus. The other one gets on the intercom on the little CB. Uh, Hello, dispatch. Our bus driver is feeling really, really dizzy, and we had to pull over on the side of the road. Can you send help? She had suffered a stroke. Oh, wow. wow. While driving. While driving. And these two middle schoolers stepped up and saved the whole bus full of children. What was crazy about buses when I was a kid was, and I rode for a bit, 
is they always had this box with a camera in it that would watch the bus and you'd be good because you didn't want to be on camera being bad. And then you learn as you got older, there was never a camera. They couldn't afford the camera at school. It was only just a box that said there was a camera. Oh, yeah. There was never a camera in that thing. <laughs> I remember that. I remember being so disappointed. I was a good kid on the bus, too. I never sat in the back seat because they wouldn't let me. I wasn't cool enough. Oh. <laughs> oh, I would get written up for seat hopping because I wanted to talk to people. But the camera should have caught you. I don't even remember a camera, guys. It was just a box. Yeah. It was just a box. <laughs> uh, good story, Lunchbox. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You ever hear the phrase, if it wasn't for bad luck, you would have no luck at all? Yes. You've heard that? Mm-hmm. This guy is running from bees, jumps in the water, and when he jumps in the water, he gets attacked by piranhas. No way. Oh, he no. was fishing with his friends. He jumped into a farm lake, and the piranhas got... This is in Brazil. I don't what? know they have piranhas in America. I guess the bees are bad there, too. But, I mean, what are the odds? Of either. All right. If there's a bee, if there are a swarm of bees chasing you, what are you trying to do? I get away from them. Yeah. So I'd run and jump in water. Would you run and jump in water? If water was nearby, if that was seemed like an easy solution, because yeah. what else do you do? Ish. It seems like the smart thing to do, just don't not where piranhas live. And don't you know if there are piranhas near? <laughs> yeah. Like, isn't that like the story around the paper? <laughs> Like Mr. Johnson's farm's got piranhas in the water. Yeah, I don't know. And then I, do they have to be hungry to attack? Piranhas? Yeah. Did you know the piranhas are like tiny, like the size of your hand? Mm-hmm. Maybe smaller? Yeah. So there must have been like hundreds or thousands of them. They can eat a them. person. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. Oh. Okay, over to Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. What smells the best at Thanksgiving dinner? What smells the best at Thanksgiving dinner? Your nose. That was the Morning Corny. The Friday Morning Conversation with Walker Hayes. What's happening, buddy? What's popping? Dude, a lot's happening. I know, right? Yeah. It's it's like, I wonder if it's like overload, like stimulus overload for you right now. That's exactly what it is. It's too much for my brain to process. I was talking to Walker in Austin, and I was just asking because... You have a family and kids, and you're gone all the time now, and it, it, it's gone from, like, zero to 100. And so how's the family dealing with you always being gone? They miss me a ton, but they're so excited. You know, they've been, they've been along this, this journey right there with me. And, um, yeah, we've laughingly prayed, you know, out loud for, for something to happen, you know, big for Dad like this together. So they're excited, and they understand. And the goal— is just to get them out there with us, you know, when we're on the road. Whenever something goes viral, and this has gone really viral. Yeah. Do you feel it? It's like a slow wave, or it just one day is it whoosh, and you're like, wow, this thing, I just woke up and it's a monster. <laughs> it's like whoosh. Uh, it's like literally we, we did that video on our porch, Leela and I, to Fancy Like, and like the next day, neighbors are driving by honking and being like, Applebee, you know, just just yelling at us. Um, went to Chick-fil-A last night. It was like a straight-up meet and greet, like, you know, where we sat. Everybody recognizes Leela. Everybody recognizes Laney. Everybody recognizes me. And that just wasn't happening, you know, four or five months ago. Nothing like that. Well, let's go back to when you wrote the song. Yeah. Because you, you, who did you write the song with? Dude, it's crazy. It was my first write back with like real humans in a room. And it was Josh Jenkins, dude named Shane Stevens, shut up on the wrong day. He was supposed to write with somebody else the next day. And I was like, hey, just jump in with us. A guy named Cambo Bartolini, first trip to Nashville, LA, like pop star, like does huge tracks for Doja Cat, never written a country song in his life. We're all four in a room. We did not write for like four hours. All we did was just kind of talk about what the Lord had been been doing in our lives over the pandemic. Uh, we shared our testimonies. I don't even know what happened. Like we laughed, we cried, we prayed, we did all this weird stuff. And then at the end of the day, we we're like, "Yo, y'all, y'all even want to write? You know, today or are, y- are y'all done?" And Josh Jenkins said, "Yo, I got this title, Fancy." And in about two minutes, I think I said, "I, I was like, yo." We fancy like Applebee's on a date night. And I told him about how my kids and I, when we're on a road trip, uh, I'm like, hey, y'all want some fast food? Or you want to do something fancy? You want to sit down, you know, and get something fancy? Have a waiter or a waitress. 
And, um, it, dude, it all spilled out. I've never written a song so fast. I'm the slowest writer in town. Ask anybody. Uh, it takes me months to, to write songs. You Broke Up With Me was three days, no, 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 nothing short of three days. And this song just spilled out. Um, on the way home, Josh Jenkins and I were like, yo, it needs a bridge. I texted him and said, hey, how about, you know, country uh, the 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 jeans without the holes in them you know and he was like hey this might be gross how about kisses you know with lips without the skull in them and I was like it's perfectly gross it's great <laughs> and uh and so I literally went went home I got a room right next to our kitchen recorded the the vocal the guitar you you've seen the the kind of the shack set up did it sent it off the next day my team was like this is going you know, on the EP. If you isolate the vocal, you could probably hear the water in the kitchen coming on and off. <laughs> There's probably a dog barking in the background. It's so sloppy. And that's what I love about, you know, the track. It's just, it's like chaos from the beginning. So with this song, am I, maybe I'm wrong here, but it wasn't the initial single, right? Or was it the initial no, single project? No, 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 no. The, 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 the first single was Country Stuff with Jake Owen. And uh, again, we, you know, I don't even know if we had intended to go to radio with anything off this project. You know, we we're just, you know, history told us our fans hadn't had any new music for a minute. You know, so we were like, ah, let's let's release these. If you listen to those six songs, they don't have anything in common. Like it is not a, it's not a well put together. Like no song is the same. They don't really belong on the same album. And um, yeah, we thought it was country stuff. And then once Leela and I did the dance, it was not country stuff. So talk about the dance for a second. Does she yeah. come to you and say, hey, I've choreographed a dance? Or do you go to her and go, hey, will you choreograph a dance to this song? It's neat. I mean, that we, we did that over COVID together a lot. That's, that's how Leela and I bonded. I'm always just looking for like... Um, you know, sh the shortest road to connect with my kids. Like, what can I be into that they're into? Uh, for my son, Chapel, it's NF. Like, we get down on some NF together. And if we didn't have NF, I don't know if we'd be friends. Like, the rest of the stuff we, d we, d we don't have in common. So for, for Leela and I, it was dancing, you know, on TikTok. And she, she, we, we would learn the trends. We did the renegade. We did the I'm a savage Bougie, you know, we did all that stuff shamelessly, no followers, nobody cared. And then um, on a Sunday, th like three days after we had released Fancy Like, she says, yo, dad, Fancy Like needs a dance. 35 minutes tops. We threw that joker together, <laughs> popped it off twice on the porch. We did it once without the flamingo. And then I was like, why didn't we put the flamingo in there? And then we put the flamingo in there. Lainey filmed it. Uh, and we were like, let's go. And dude, I mean, by that night, we watched it cross a million. I thought we had, we had broken. So I thought there was a glitch. I was literally <laughs> like, I was like, TikTok got the wrong guy. How did it catch this river? You know, I had one, I had one video of you broke up with me, like me singing in the, in the living room that had a million views, but it, you know, it took freaking forever to, to get there. I had 86,000 followers on TikTok that afternoon, and I think I got like 2.1 million now. Who was the first famous person to do the dance where you're like, oh, we're, we're messing with people now that I didn't even think would watch it? Yeah, yeah. That, well, the, the first one that blew, blew my face off was this girl is in front of Applebee. It's the greatest video, I think. With Shaq? It, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. She's just chill. She's like having a good time, and then boom, door opens. It's beautiful, you know, the Applebee's is there, and then Shaq, freaking Shaq walks out and just, like, starts doing this <laughs> behind her. And now, you know, that was that was out of nowhere. Like, that, that was, we're talking about, like, three weeks in. And then I've seen, like, sea lions do it, and then, and then we started seeing penguins at zoos do it, you know, and throw, throw fish out, you know, at the, hey, you know. <laughs> and then the, the, the coolest, though, to me was uh, Amy Adams, uh, on Seth Meyers, like she, he, he was just like, "What you doing?" You know, in the pandemic, and she was like, I, "I don't, I've been hearing this commercial. You know, it won't get out of my head." She just thought it was a commercial. You know, she didn't even know it was a song, and she was like, "Yeah, I embarrassed my kids," and she kind of botched the words, but she did the dance and everything. It was crazy. When did Applebee start calling? So you know, I'm gonna be just honest here. 
we called Applebee's first, and we were like, yo, we got a song. It seems like something, you know, y'all might want to uh, partner with. And they were like, ah, cool, you know, we'll check it out. Two weeks later, they called us back. <laughs> they were like, dude, you know, sales are up. It's already a commercial for us. And um, I was like, yeah, I know. I told you, you know, we told y'all. But it was, it was really fun because... That was the obvious play, and you could tell people on socials were like, hey, you should do something with Applebee's. And I was like, yeah, I know. You know, I was like, I need some free food. And then finally, when it went down, it's like the world cheered. They were like, oh, we are matchmakers. We told y'all. You know, and I was like, yeah, I know. So um, still waiting on Wendy's. They haven't hit me up, but you guys are all getting gift cards from Applebee's. He's business. like the official spokesperson oh. now. Oh, he just oprah us. You <laughs> get a gift God, card. Dude, you get a I did. I opened you. I love that. And they even brought back the Oreo shake because of you, right? Come on. I mean, dude, does it get any cooler than that? (laughs) I've said it a million times. I I, I told Leela, I was like, I'm going to take your kid to Applebee's one day. And I'm going to sit at that table and be like, you want to shake? It's pretty good, right? It's there because of me. And I (laughs) brought it back. So, yeah, I hope it's not a – I haven't seen, like, limited time – on it or anything. I think it's back for good, y'all. So enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. Are You're you welcome. welcome yeah. yeah, yeah. Walker Hayes is with us right now. Uh, Lunchbox called an Applebee's. Oh. And, and so you called them doing the lines from the song? Just doing the lines from the song. Said I wanted to place it to go order for me and my girl. <laughs> and I was just going to do the lines from the song and see how far I got into the song before this girl was like, what, what is going on? <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's Lunchbox calling an Applebee's. Thank you for choosing. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Uh, yeah, this is Jason. What could I have the chef prepare fresh for you today? Oh, uh, yeah, I want to place it to go order for me and my girl. Okay, what would you like to order? Ah, my girl's banging. <laughs> so low maintenance, don't need no champagne popping entertainment. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what would you like to order today? But every now and then when I get paid, I got to spoil my baby with an upgrade. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Yeah, hey, say it with me. Hey. hey. Yeah. Like we fa- order today, Jason. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Ooh. Yeah, got that <laughs> Bourbon Street steak with the Oreo shake. Ooh, that's what you want, a Bourbon Street steak with an Oreo steak? Yeah, give me some whipped cream on top, too, and two straws. <laughs> two straws, one awesome. check, girl. I got you. Ooh. And for that Bourbon Street steak, how would you like it? Oh, uh, bougie like Natty in a styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> now it goes off. Oh, man. How would you like it cooked? Uh, squeak, squeaking in the truck all the way home. Some Alabama jamma. She my Dixieland delight. Hey, that's how we do. How we do. Fancy like. Oh. Hey. hey. She, has no, she, is, she just hanging on. Uh, did she ever get it? No. No, she's no. okay. Dude, what a sweet lady, though. <laughs> she like, loved she it. She was just having fun. She was fun. having the time of her life. Yeah, she sometimes was... people just hang up on him. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So I'm assuming that this has, because this has been such a big song, are you getting paid for this yet, song-wise, or are you just making endorsement money? You know, I'm not good. Like, I don't know if I'm getting paid yet. I'm not, I don't, I'm not good with the money stuff, so I just... I don't know. Any fancy car yet? No, no. Fancy van? Fancy? No. I will say last night, though, and you'll see it on on the gram tonight, my kids, y'all, like eight years ago, we were in Lowe's, and they just wanted Christmas blow-ups, and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not, you know, dropping that much money on a Christmas blow-up. And I told them in that Lowe's, I was like, yo, here's the deal. If I ever get a number one, Everybody gets a Christmas blow up. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, you know, it, it, it went number one on the Billboard, you know, hot country. And uh, and so they were like, where's the blow ups, Dad? So we <laughs> went to Lowe's last night and all six kids, I even got the Grinch, I got the Grinch holding a candy cane. He's like seven feet tall and we're going to put them all up uh, tonight. And so, yeah. That's oh, awesome, that's, man. That's what we spent our money on. Uh, Walker has... Announce the Fancy Like Tour with Mackenzie Porter. Tickets are on sale now. Go to walkerhaze.com. You're all over the place. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy to see it happen all at once because you've definitely done the work. And then it's like, boom, and you, to watch it explode has been really cool to see. Yeah, yeah, man. And it just, uh, 
I mean, I'm just happy to be a part of it, honestly. Uh, my team, holy cow, man. I mean, you know, they invested. It's, I'm a risky investment, you know. When nobody, when nobody this January expecting this, and, uh, you know, just so many people are a part of this. And, I, and, and like Shane McAnally, my producer, that dude, so many people had to look at him like he was just insane. Uh, but he knew that, that maybe we could do the impossible together, and that's exactly what's happening right now is something impossible. Um, and I told somebody the other day, it's not just like Rudy. Like, we didn't, we didn't just get a tackle in a, in a blowout game on the last play. This is historic, you know. Um, this song is so massive, and um, I'm just humbled and freaking grateful and hope it gives me five more years to, to try to duplicate it. Walker Hayes. You can follow him at Walker Hayes on Instagram or Walker Hayes official on TikTok. Does someone have at Walker Hayes on TikTok? That's not you. Yeah, I think somebody stole it, so we did the official. <laughs> I don't know why. We tried to buy it for like 10 bucks or something. He wouldn't give it to me. Would you mind? We're going to do our St. Jude Radiothon in yeah. like a month. Yeah. Would you mind coming back and playing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You wouldn't for mind sure. or you wouldn't? No, I okay. wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would not mind coming back and, and playing it for you guys for sure. Uh, right. Congratulations on the song. It's going to be number one this week on the country chart, like the radio country chart. Let's go. Big so deal. more more blow-ups. I don't more know. Blow ups, that yeah. That blow-up. Christmas blow-up story just got me. Come on, It's like man. your whole, yes, yeah, like we're just so happy for Dude, you. That's amazing. Yeah, you look at, like, like I said, we'll put them all up tonight. I'm pretty <laughs> jacked about it. Honestly, the extension cords were what, what was so expensive. <laughs> all right, walkerhaze.com. Go get tickets. He's all over the place, and we'll see him in about a month or so. Walker Hayes, everybody. Woo! It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. All right, so her name is Eunice, and she works for Waste Management in Southwest Florida. She's driving around doing estimates like this is how much trash pickup will cost here. And she sees a house on fire. And not the whole house, but the side of the house is on fire. The siding is on fire. Well, I tell you, too, that siding. Back in the day, I used to put siding on, and that stuff was old school siding was very flammable. Oh, okay. But the siding is on fire. And so she had a fire extinguisher in her vehicle, which, by the way, shout out, because I don't. Right. I don't either. I just uh-huh. end up doing this. <laughs> I don't even have a fire. <laughs> that doesn't work. And so she put out the fire, and what she didn't know, there was an 80-year-old in the house with her dog who had no idea her house was on fire. Turns out, the elderly woman's roommate, Anthony, hmm. started the fire trying to smoke an iguana out of the house. Wait, what? Oh. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> This, the whole story, like, there's many layers to this. Let me address layer one. Awesome to have a fire extinguisher and save a house from burning down because Eunice, or because the other lady's 80 and who knows. Also, the 80-year-old had a random roommate. Doesn't say her grandson. Or, <laughs> That's pretty I rare. I was thinking maybe it's her boyfriend. Anthony? That seems like a younger name than an 80-year-old, huh? I don't know. Yes. And then also, the waste management lady's name is Eunice, which, by the way, you don't hear that one much anymore, do you? Nope. And she's not even the old lady. So there you go. That's a great story. She saved a house. We got to hear the name Eunice and talk about an iguana. All the same story. (laughs) That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone, Jamie in Virginia Beach. Hey, Jamie, what's happening? Thank you for calling. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Um, I need you to give my 13-year-old daughter a lecture that... um, when the dance party comes on a Friday morning, I drive her every Friday morning to school, and she doesn't dance because she's embarrassed. She says I embarrass her dropping her off at school during the dance party. <laughs> well, yeah, I get it. Do. You probably do, but <laughs> that's okay because that means you love her. Mm-hmm. And later in life, she's going to understand how much you loved her, and she's going to do this to her children. And it is all us. It's the circle of life. <laughs> and so, is your daughter listening to me right now? She can hear you. We're on speakerphone, so she can hear okay. you. She's embarrassed and laughing right now. What's her, what's her name? Abby. Hey, Abby, you should be embarrassed because you're 13. Your dad's lame. Like, that's every 13-year-old and every dad, right? I'm going to say this, Abby. First of all, hey, good for you for riding to school with your dad. A lot of kids would be like, I ain't doing that. But you're also going to do this with your kids in a certain way whenever you get older. So embrace the fact that dad's, yes, embarrassing, but dad loves you. And that's what I'm going to wrap up on. And I, I, I said what I said. The end. How we feel? I feel good. I mean, Dad's cooler than you think. Yeah, of course, Dad's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I guess does Abby have any thoughts on this? Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> Abby, why don't you dance? I don't know. She's embarrassed. 
I yeah. get it. And I, now her dad's calling a radio That's show. even worse. <laughs> <laughs> We've leveled up on the embarrassment. Yep. Hey, Abby, just know this. Your dad loves you, and that is the absolute most important thing here. Let him dance. One day you're going to do the same thing to your kids, okay? Okay. All right, see you later. <laughs> Thank you guys for calling. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. He sounds cool. <laughs> Let's <laughs> I don't know if cool is what I would say, but he sounds like a loving father. And yeah. Fun. Yes, a fun, yeah. loving father. There you okay. go. Let's hit the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Chris Evans is the sexiest man alive for 2021. I don't hate it. Mm-mm. Good looking guy. Isn't he Captain America? Yes. Okay. That's that one. Yeah, so. That dude. Lots of Chris's. Uh, Caitlin and I were talking about celebrities. We had been talking about the Pete Davidson thing. She likes Pete Davidson. She's like, that's her vibe, Pete Davidson. Luckily for me. because That's I, her vibe? Yeah, because she likes like quirky, funny guys. Oh, okay. Got it. And she was like, you know, I don't, I don't I'm not a big like Chris Hemsworth guy. And she's like, you're nothing like Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'll work out. She goes, you know what I mean. I'm like, I'm nothing like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that dude's a beast. Uh, you're not a beast. And he has an accent. Yeah, do wanna, yeah, yeah. Do you want to film arms? No, 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 I don't. I don't. But he's Thor, dude. You could, I work you out play so Thor. hard. I work out so hard. Flowy hair. And then I get oh. told I'm, I'm more like Pete <laughs> Davidson. Tan. Um, Chris Evans is people's sexiest man alive for 2021, and I'm okay with that. Uh, Carol Baskin loses her lawsuit against Netflix. I think we all saw that coming. I think that they were probably ready for any lawsuit that was coming at them. When you are an organization like Netflix, you have so many attorneys that are vetting every single thing and you're ready for everything. But she sued to keep them from using any of her footage, but a judge said, eh, eh, it will now go up. Okay. And Tiger King 2 will exist with Carol Baskin. That high school principal in California is apologizing after their football team ran up a 106-0 score on another school. My thought was there's something personal about this game. The coach who ran it up, there's some beef he has with somebody on the other side. Maybe it's the current coach, a past coach. I don't know. You don't do that unless there's something in your heart that makes you want to do that for a reason. Yeah. Like someone he doesn't like, their kid plays on that team. Oh. Well, I don't know about the kid (laughs) part. But, yeah, it could be. It could be. Usually if you're going to beat somebody that bad in high school sports and you're really running on them, 60 to nothing is humiliating. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. A hundred and Yeah, you never see that. I mean, then you got the running clock. You do that. You shorten the clock. There are many things you can do to keep it at 106. (laughs) You can start taking knees. Mm -hmm. And I do understand they put their backups in, and the backups kept scoring too. But there's something personal about this that I don't quite have my finger on. So what did he say? I mean, did did it seem like he wanted to apologize, or he's just apologizing because pressure? I'm assuming probably both. I don't think he steps up and apologizes without pressure, but I also think he probably wanted to. It's weird you said the the principal apologized, not the coach. Oh. Inglewood, California enjoyed one of the most lopsided victories in high school history, a 106-0 drubbing of Morningside, California. Morningside's coach, the loser, said that was classless. On behalf of Inglewood High School, I apologize to the Morningside High School football team coaches and community members they put it in a statement. We did not conduct ourselves with sportsmanship and integrity, and the final score was unacceptable. Oh, gotcha. The principal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real He's life John Wick reportedly takes down South African gangsters. An unnamed vigilante in South Africa is being compared to the vengeful action hero John Wick. It seems that this one man has been credited with targeting members of a local gang who call themselves the Boko Haram. Reportedly, this one man has taken out seven members of the gang so far. Wow. Though some call him a hero, some are quick to point out that the man could be a member of a different organization. That's another gang that's trying to seize the area as well. Here's what I'm going to say. Just don't kill his dog. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what John Wick's all about. They killed his dog. Oh, really? You haven't seen John Wick? Never seen John Wick. It's the greatest series of action movies ever. Really? I don't know about the greatest. No, it's the greatest. It is fantastic. It's the A plus from one, two, and three. Yes. Quite possibly, except for the Bourne movies. (laughs) I'd put the Bourne movies in in those. Bourne, John Wick, the greatest set of action movies ever. No way. Don't go into it thinking you're going to get some Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. But go into it knowing you're about to watch some whoopings. Yeah, it's it's all- awesome. And how many are there? Three? Three. Okay. And I think they're making four now, right, Mike? 
Eddie, unbelievable. John, John Wick, Wick 1 changes your life. This is crazy. You never watch a movie the same after John Wick 1. I've never heard anyone talk about John Wick the way you just talked about it. Lunchbox well, he has. Oh, it, yeah. It's fantastic, Eddie. And Bobby talked about it forever, and I was like, can it really be that good? And then you watch it, and you're like, wow, why did I take so long to watch John Wick? It is so edge your seat fun. It's like Fast and the Furious. Oh, oh. Oh, just wow. no, no, never mind. <laughs> Fast and the Furious. That so wasn't very good. It's a little too much fighting yeah, that's for not me. Good. All right, thank you. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. I'm still stuffed from dinner last night. I took the behind-the-scenes producers out for a (laughs) big fancy meal. Yeah. How was it? They deserved it. It It's great. Ray, you still full or what? I've never had five courses of food before. (laughs) Y'all are making these other guys in here so jealous. I'm sweating because the food was so good. I never want to eat that much. Yeah, I don't want to eat that. That's too much. That's weird. Sounds terrible. Any thoughts from last night's dinner, Raymundo? I'll go to you first. Uh, it was a great time talking with everybody. I didn't know it was going to be that long of a dinner because you had the first thing, what was the pre-appetizer. Yeah, we had pre-apps before apps. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what does that even mean? Hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. So we had pre-apps, then apps, yeah? yeah? And then the main course, and then we ended up doing dessert, and there were a couple drinks. So, I mean, it ended up being a two-and-a-half-hour dinner, oh which was God. fine. I mean, so but there was a lot of talking that went on. Wow. Sounds, like sounds like he didn't like it. Bobby has never had a two-and-a-half-hour dinner unless it's, like, with Caitlin, maybe. I did last night, and heck, wow. enjoyed the crap out of it. We talked business, made some business deals ourselves. Made right, boys? deals? Yeah. yeah. Scuba Steve, what did you think about the big dinner last night? I mean, and overall, it was an amazing evening. I think the most fun part was watching Ray because he had been stalking this place online for years, he was telling us. So it was really cool to see how much he enjoyed it because it was, it was, I enjoyed it, but it was really cool to see him. Ray said he fasted all day so he could fit more food in. Oh, yeah. oh. wow. <laughs> Love it. And then he took videos of dessert when they brought dessert because it was like some sort of campfire s'more. Oh, it was incredible how they were able to take that campfire feel and bring it into the plate. Like it, you could smell it, feel it. Tasted it was awesome. <sighs> wow, s'mores sounds, sounds good great. Job. Okay. Business great. decisions, like what are we talking about? Business decisions. You know, I I mean, I think pretty much everybody that went to that dinner last night got a raise of some sort. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah it oh. just you know it's time to shine. Mike D, what the know, crap? What'd you think? <laughs> <laughs> what'd you think about last night? That was a lot of fun getting to hang out with everybody for that long, and it was just cool to see how much Raymundo loved it. Like he knew everything about that restaurant going into it, but he'd never been there before. And he kept going, I used to drive by it from the day they started building it to the day it's what? built now. I drive by it every day and just wish one day I could get in here. Were you on top of a tower? Because right. you guys yeah. looked high up like yeah, the city. Yeah, yeah. We were just looking down on the city. Huh. Having our courses. It is wow. one of the best views. I believe we had some uh Wagyu <laughs> with <laughs> with uh Wagyu beef? Yeah, Wagyu with uh oh, so turf. Yeah. Surf and turf. Surf wagyu. and turf. Oh, I, I do like it's that. It's amazing. Yeah, that does sound good. And then they brought like four desserts out at the end, and we kind of cho- chose our own adventure. Four desserts. Oh, yeah. choose your own oh, adventure. That's amazing. So, but it was a heck of a time, right, boys? Yeah. yeah. All the wives went at the same time, and we had taken a picture. You go to my Instagram and see it, Mr. Bobby Bones. And listen, once a year, I don't mind taking the guys out somewhere fancy, but our wives, and it's on uh, Raymundo's wife's Instagram. They took the same exact picture where they were because they went on a little trip of their own. And so we dropped them off. My wife organized it. And then after we were done, we picked them up. So I think both sides are pretty happy. So right? were, were they both happy with two-hour dinners? Because, like, since you dropped them off, you're going to have to pick them up two hours later. Well, like two and a half. I believe two and a half. they yeah. um, had pivoted and had dinner and then went walking down Broadway or something. Oh, yeah, they, they went and had a little more fun in a different way. We were too busy closing business deals. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, right, setting right. up each other for future. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, did you get a raise yesterday, Eddie? No, I didn't get a raise. Uh, that sucks. I barely ate. Neither did I. <laughs> I had leftovers, man. But it was good, right, guys? A plus. Oh yeah, A plus plus. All right. Any other thoughts before we move on? Or we just—is that enough rub in on the on the everybody else? Yeah, I think we killed it. I mean, honestly, okay. that's that's probably the last time I'll ever eat at that place. If you're trying to find this place we're talking about, you're not going to get reservations. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> All right. I mean, a great e- for the restaurant. A great evening. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> There's a story about a 21-year-old TikTok star who got a huge tattoo of her boyfriend's name on her back. The tattoo says Alexander. It goes down her spine. They broke up a week later. Oh. Here's a clip of her on TikTok showing off the tattoo. Don't be alarmed. It's a little big. I'm in my grandma's sweater right now. I don't think there's a smart way to do this. Um, yeah, I don't know if you can see all of it, but I understood the assignment. 
Oh no. It goes all the way down in like block letters from the top of her neck down to kind of the back of your belt line. Oh, that's And it says big. Alexander. <laughs> and so now they're not together. Mm. Do you think once she came home with the tattoo, he was kind of like, oh man, I gotta go? My thought is he was already ready to break up with her. Right. And then, or maybe she knew that and thought getting the tattoo would keep them together. <gasps> oh, well, that's oh. not gonna work. That, that's a, that's a theory that. too. Mm-hmm. No tattoos, no babies. Henry in Ohio, you're on the show. Henry, what you think about this? You ever got a tattoo that you regret? Uh, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I have a tattoo of a camel on my big toe. Why? Camel toe. Camel toe. Oh. That's funny, though. That's a good one, though. What? How does a camel even fit on your toe? <laughs> oh, it's the it's small one. It's from the, like, the camel cigarettes was what we used. It was uh, me and my buddy. We were, like, 15. Oh, god! How did you get a tattoo at 15? Uh, my buddy's dad did it at the kitchen table. Okay, nice. this sounds nice. really... <laughs> Not smart. Ah, have you thought about going over the top of that tattoo with something else, or are you just like, this is a fun memory from when I was a kid? Uh, it, it hurt enough the first time, so I don't think I'm going to go over it again. And uh, the buddy that we got matching tattoos, um, he committed suicide a couple years ago. So I think I'm just going to keep it. That's probably oh, a good yeah. idea. That's... Dang. Well, Mr. Cameltoe, we appreciate that call. Uh, I appreciate you for taking me. All right, see you later. What's that removal process? That like really laser? Hurt? Yeah, I mean it's painful, but Gail in Tampa, you're on the show. Let's talk to Gail. What's happening? Hey. Hey. Good morning. Morning. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Um, I just wanted to ask you a question about a tattoo. I don't have any. I'm 60 years old. My husband passed away about a year and a half ago, and both two of my children got a tattoo that he had on his forearm of a semi. He was a truck driver. It's crashing through the pearly gates and says the ride home. And they, um, at the hospital, when he was hooked up to everything, they gave us a copy of his heartbeat on a piece of paper. So my son and one of my daughters got the same tattoo of the semi crashing through the pearly gates. And they took the paper with his heartbeat and put it down the side of the trailer. Well, that's cool. And I just was wanting to do that myself. And somebody said, you're 60 years old. You're too old to do that. So what do you think? Do you think I'm too old to get a tattoo? What I'd say, first of all, whoever said that shouldn't be your friend. Because, no, you're not too old to get a tattoo. If you feel like you want to go and get a tattoo, get a tattoo. We had a story about an 80-year-old who got a tattoo the other day. 82-year-old grandma. I mean, I'm... 41, I didn't start getting tattoos until I was in my mid-30s, and people were like, dude, you're too old for that. Only 19-year-olds. Don't let people tell you or define who you are or what you're doing by your age. Now, if a doctor says if you get a tattoo, you could kill you, because you're, then that's, <laughs> that's a different story. But don't not get it because of some you know, cultural reason with what folks say you shouldn't do. So get the tattoo. I actually love it. I would love if you got the tattoo. I think you would love it. I think your, your kids would love it. I think you'd feel better about it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. If, All right. Thank you. Go, w- I listen to you guys every day. I love your show. Here's my advice, too. Get it somewhere that doesn't hurt. It's, it's, it's going to hurt everywhere a little bit. Different. It's not just like a needle poking you. People think it's like a needle jabbing into you. It feels like something is just grinding against you, right? Okay. But I found like my forearm didn't hurt as bad as different parts like in the inside of my arm you know your elbow bends that inside mm-hmm. part that really hurt there are really sensitive areas i would just try to get it in an area that isn't as sensitive especially if you feel like you're older and it could hurt a little worse well it sh- she needs enough room for a semi yeah well, you can draw that short they got put a whole camel on his toe earlier oh okay <laughs> <Talk about it. laughs> True. You put a camel on a toe you put a semi. Yeah. all right go get that tattoo you be you don't let anyone tell you what you can or can't do based on your age okay Okay. All right, Gail. All right. You have a great day. Really good talking to you guys. Good to talk right. to you, too. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, one more. Brad in Florida. Brad, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Nothing much. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good, buddy. First off, I want to send a huge fan to your guys' show. I listen to it every morning. Don't work. Thank you. Um, but I got an embarrassing tattoo when I was like, I don't know, 20, 21. I was really drunk. And uh, I went to my buddy's house and got kicked in the sticks across my chest. That was a brand new song. And uh, I just thought it was 
guys. <laughs> You're chopping out a little bit, but let me see if I heard this right. You got the Brantley Gilbert song, Kick It in the Sticks, across your chest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and it's like three-inch letters, and it goes from <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> How old are you now? Uh, I'm 31. Okay, so 10 years. So he still has it? Like, what could he change oh, that yeah, it's to? It's like faded out and stuff. <laughs> okay. Why, why does everybody go to friends' houses and tattoo there? Like, I don't understand. Cheaper, probably. Happening. And also, I would never tattoo a new song title <laughs> with <laughs> a new newer artist. You got to do a hit. Because I mean, Brantley they, they need 10 to be years dead ago. or a Beatle or an Elvis. Something that you know isn't going to get canceled, <laughs> or something. I mean. Kicking in the sticks is tough. Kick it doesn't it even have a message, sticks. really, across your chest. Maybe in your foot. You know, you get it. You kick it yeah. in the sticks. Has this affected your dating life? Oh, no. I got a girlfriend of two years right now. Oh. Um, <laughs> and so I used to, we used to go to the mud holes all the time and four-wheel and all that. And so at the time when the song came out, I was like, this is perfect. It sums it up. Like, we're always kicking in the sticks. And I like Brantley Gilbert. Yeah. So I was like, ride out with it. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I'm looking at Whatever. other Brantley songs that I would have done instead. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> you could you could have got bottoms up. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just looking for songs with a little more, a yeah. little more like depth meaning for a full life tattoo. You could have got uh, Bad Boy. Oh, three inch yeah. letters. Read me my rights yeah, that, if you're in trouble. Dang, that's right. cool. Mm-hmm. I would have been a good one or a hell on wheels, you know? Yeah, or small down, throw down. Like that That feels a little more definitive of who you are. <laughs> yeah. Bro code. Yeah, I, I agree, but. <laughs> All right. He may always be kicking in the sticks, though. Yeah. He's going to be always kicking like in the sticks. I hey, feel man. like he's limited himself to only kicking it in the sticks, though. <laughs> in the city. If he's ever kicking it in the city, they're going to be like, that's not even you, bro. <laughs> Open your shirt. Well, hey, you know, I thought about getting a palm tree and putting, like, kicking it in the beach or something, you know? Don't just get a palm tree there. Don't he scratches out sticks and adds beach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop hey, now. thank you for the call, Brad. You're awesome, dude. Hope uh, hope your tattoo in, in, what? <laughs> does what? Yeah. Ends up being something his whole life he can enjoy and look back at a fond memory. Nice. Yeah. Yes. All right, buddy. Well, it's a, it's a fun memory. So thank you guys for the call, and I will talk to you later. You're welcome. Yeah. We didn't call him. No, no, no. <laughs> or did we? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, Brad. Have a good day. See you later. All right. <laughs> thank, thank you, guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Cleveland, Ohio. A man was driving on a suspended license when all of a sudden he sees in the background, whoop, whoop. He's getting pulled over. He's like, oh, no, I don't want to get in trouble. What can I do? Grabs his cell phone, dials 911, and says, yeah, I'd like to report a shooting at the Walmart right down the road. So he's thinking the police will respond to that. They did, but then they were able to trace the call back to his cell phone. Oh. Well, tracing the call, I would think it's just looking at the caller ID. I mean, I don't think the tracing part of it is... Right, well, yeah. exactly, but they did respond to the shooting. There was no shooting, and they later went and arrested him. It was inter- interesting to me watching that Netflix show, Guilty... That's what it's called, right? The movie? Guilty? The Guilty? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, and he plays the 911 operator. And when they call, it actually shows right where your car is. Oh, really? There's, there's a dot. Yeah. Oh. Is that realistic? I would think my thinking while watching it is they made it as realistic as possible. Yeah. Because that whole movie was shot during COVID, and it's basically just him on the phone trying to save someone on 911. But they, it goes, and the screen pops up, and there's a little white dot. And he goes, okay, you're here. We're on the way. But when we talk about tracing, like that's what I think now. They can just see it automatically. Yeah. Sometimes they ask your address first. And they're like, okay, uh, what's your address? What's the situation? If it were me and I was in a panic, I would just start screaming. I don't know. <laughs> it's right. on your screen. Help me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that guy's an idiot. All right. I, I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Any plans this weekend, Amy? I'm going to Austin. So I've got my mother-in-law's turning 75. Well, she already did, but it's her belated birthday party. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Arkansas plays at 3 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that, there is nothing else. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, they didn't play last week. They had a bye week. And the week before, they had a, they played a really easy team. So it's really the first game that I've been super pumped about. So I've been counting the hours. Uh, 3 p.m. against Mississippi State tomorrow. So we'll see how it goes. It could be a miserable day for you guys on Monday. We'll oh, see. great. Great. Looking forward to that. Hey, Please good win. luck to all of you. <laughs> yeah, Go right. Hogs. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Good luck to all of you. Flashback Friday now, 1995. Flashback Friday. The biggest country song on this date, 1995. 
sold from John Michael Montgomery. I said, hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'd give anything to make you mine on mine. I'll be your bitch. There's a TikTok trend where people go, this is the hardest song to ever lip sync ever. Let's go. And we're all like, no, it ain't. Yeah, we all know all the words. Right, it's it. easy. Yeah, no we problem. don't even need to lip sync it. You just sing it straight <laughs> up. So that was number one then. The biggest pop song was Fantasy from Mariah Carey. And the biggest thing of pop culture, the Soup Nazi episode aired on Seinfeld. It was the sixth episode of the seventh season. And you may remember, no soup for you. Yes. No soup for you. <laughs> Back in 1995, Seinfeld was watched by 19.6 million people wow. every single week. Crazy. A big show now is like 8 million. Oh, wow. Just a big show, but it's, you know, that was basically doing 20 million a week. And that was late in its run, too, uh, season seven. All right, you guys have a great weekend. I cannot wait for Monday's show because Dr. Lori will be on, who has a PhD in appraisals. She is going to appraise all of these beanie babies that I have. I spent $100, bought them from Ray. It's two massive bags, and I think I could have some value in these bags. She's going to come on and appraise these beanie babies, and we'll, we'll see how well we did. Also, next week, Speaking of making money, Abby's diamonds. We're going to find out how much your diamonds oh, are yes. worth. Which I, I cannot wait. Next week's going to be the greatest week. <laughs> uh, Ray and Lunchbox could end up being very sad next week, and Abby and I can be very happy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about the sad part. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys. See you Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye, everybody. Hanging out with the Bobby Bones.